Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigarito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we uh, broadcast live from the new Miami Mike's Bistro located in Grove Square, Jersey City, 116 Newark Avenue. And uh, we are set up at, uh, at Mike's new place, which is uh, it's fantastic. So I know that there's uh, a lot of people who have been uh, coming down for Dolphin football and stuff and a lot of new events and everything going on here. But we're here. We're at the uh, the new location, and uh, it's exciting. There's, uh, there's a lot going on, and we'll take you up to the Monday night football game uh, tonight. Um, but uh, a lot of talk in Dolphin land as the uh, Miami Dolphins have um, – They've won their fifth game in a row. So this is big stuff now. I mean, the Miami Dolphins are playing really well. They're uh, leaving their West Coast trip now with two wins as they beat the uh, Los Angeles Rams 14-10 to in a game that looked like it was not going to end in a victory for the Miami Dolphins. So there's a lot to talk about, and we'll get on to that. But before uh, that, let me introduce my uh, co-host and partner in crime, Rich Van Zandt, to the show. Rich, uh, pretty good time to be in Dolphin land right now as the Dolphins are – uh, their fifth straight victory, um, 14-10 over the Los Angeles Slams, like we said, and it was a game that didn't start out great. Um, but uh, before we get into the specifics of that, five wins in a row, this team has legitimized itself. This is a different football team. Agreed? Yeah, there's still there's still a lot of flaws here. I'm not ready to say they're a playoff team yet. Are you? Well, I, I think when you say are they a playoff team, I think they dug themselves a pretty big hole in the beginning of the year. I mean, at one and four, did I ever think they'd be six and four? No, of course well, not. Well, that's my point. You know, are they, are they a different team? team? As good as any, any, any wild card team that's going to make the playoffs, yeah. whether or not they can dig out of this hole that they've created for themselves, I don't know. I mean, it was a great win yesterday. It was an unexpected win. Was it a great performance? I, I got to say no. I mean, for three and a half quarters, they looked they were dead in the water, you know? They went 0-8, 0-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-
you know, uh, brushed aside. You know? Yeah, and, and he continues to, and it's it's very unfair that this guy. Uh, we've seen that he's got the record now for the most yards of this point in his career. Uh, next, to, uh, you know, Paul of Famers. I mean, the list on that name. Yeah, he's works. third next to Peyton and Dan Marino. I mean, most of, most yards to start a career. You know, that's, that's, and he, he, imagine, but you know, if that was Russell Wilson, boy, you'd hear about it every five you minutes. You picked the wrong guy, though. You picked the wrong guy. Well, I'm just saying. Well, they talk about him no matter what. Andrew Luck, you'd hear it a million times. Yeah. Russell Wilson's a different yeah. guy. You, you, Same you, draft. Same draft, but he's a different player. Like Russell yeah. Wilson, you know, you pick the wrong guy to get accolades. Russell Wilson gets accolades because Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl, and he's, and he's a phenomenal quarterback. Well, if Andrew Luck has not done anything, then he deserves the accolades that he gets. That's my point. There's other guys that don't deserve the accolades that they get. They bend over backwards to give Russell Wilson accolades, though. Okay, wonderful. But, like, you know, there's, there's games where he has 70 yards in the third quarter, and then they'll throw a Hail Mary, and they go, oh, that is, that is so special. Dude, you're so off on that. You picked the wrong guys to Harper. No, that's not, not at all. Not at all. He's been Bowls in five years. He's won a Super Bowl. If he had Pat Hill's stats, they would say how great he was. You know, how great it was. Pat Hill doesn't get the respect because they don't like him for some reason. But it has nothing to do with Russell Wilson. You're picking the wrong guy. Well, it's the other guys that get accolades that they don't deserve. They harp on Russell Wilson Falcon, way too much. Falcon, way too priest. Andrew Luck, yeah. you do no wrong. The guy plays mediocre for 70%, and he does no wrong. Those are the guys. Yeah, I mean, Luck definitely gets too much praise. There's no question about it. But either here or there, uh, you know, uh, Tannehill has not gotten the praise that he deserves at times. And there's times when he should get a lot of criticism. That, you know, I understand that. But for the last five games, this kid's been playing much better. And, you know, he's been hit so many times, you know, in his career. So nobody talks about that. I mean, that's, you know, this guy's taking more punishment than how many guys. Yeah, there's no question about it. Now, what, you know, when does that start to change, you know? Yep. I mean, it's uh, – and obviously the reason why this is such a big win is because they were so banged up going in there. And and we do have some other news, too, as, as Jones today now, um, just when I'm, you know, starting to, to praise different guys. And if you remember, I had talked to you um, about Jason Jones, and I thought that it was a good addition. Well, we find out today now he's suspended for two games for uh, <laughs> PEDs. So – you know, I don't know what the whole story is there, but now you lose him on an already banged-up offensive line. Now you have defensive line guys starting to go down. Yeah, well, you know, we have another guy they said was coming back this year. What's his name? Um, number I, 95. I don't know the story is with Dan Jordan. I, I really don't know what the <laughs> is. he a ghost, though? I, I, it's, it's insane to me. So I don't just, know what if this, if he can't come back by this point, can we just cut ties and be done with this? Right? Yeah, I mean, he's not listed on any active roster, so what's the point? You know, it's, it's well, like there's one point. He's making six hundred and fifty thousand dollars this year. Well, what are they afraid that somebody else is going to pick him up? Like, I don't understand the fascination. I don't get it. Not. Like, right? It was like supposedly a minor knee procedure, and that's and then he was going to be ready shortly, right? Is that what we heard? Yeah, I heard that he was like, you know, uh, okay to come back, and then he had to do like, like you said, a little minor procedure, and haven't heard anything about it since. And uh, you know, the, does that mean that he's going to? Uh, you know, uh, what, are we ever going to see this guy in a Miami Dolphins uniform again? It certainly doesn't look that way. It really doesn't. Right? I mean, do you think it's happening? No. I mean, I, I, I you know, they act like it is, but, you know, you've already reached the point where you would need him. 
right? If he was going to do something, you would, you've already gotten to that point where, you know, you would need him to do that. And, uh, you know, he's nowhere on the radar. So I'm going to say no. You know, but, yeah, I'm guessing though also. And I'll say that, but then we'll see him in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Doing nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's you know I mean it, it it's bizarre. This guy is now on most charts. He's listed as the number one thousand draft bust of all time. Yeah, right? well, first pick in the draft. I mean, he did he nothing. Yeah. There's definitely some doozies out there, but uh, he seems to be taking the. Uh, what, what, he's our worst draft bust of all time. Yes, they, on most lists I'm seeing now, they they've got him as number one. Uh, you can't really argue with that. He's third pick in the draft. I mean, you know. I mean, you really got, haven't had higher than out of the two guys, and they played a little, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I guess you're right. Uh, you know, I guess you're right. Did you know Brock Brock Osweiler? He came out the same year as Tannehill. Is that true? Uh, I think so. Not a hundred percent on that, but I think so. Which is kind of strange because you never hear them. You never hear them link, right? Well, because he was like a seventh round pick. Is that why? Is that is that what he was? Yeah, I think he was very deep. Yeah. Our cousins too. He was a well. He came in the same RG three draft. Yeah, right? he, yeah, because they took him in the fourth or fifth round, I think. The fourth, I think, after they took RG three. Brandon Whedon, of course, we hear about that a million times. He's you know, out of the league. They, you know, um, who else? Case Keenum was in there. And of course, you got Luck, and you have RG three. But I mean, if you look at it, I mean, he is clearly, you know, it's not the. He's clearly the third best out of that draft class, and I don't think there's like I think there's a big gap after that. Right. You know what I mean? And and I think that you can put luck ahead of him, but I think that you You don't put luck ahead of him as easily as everybody wants to. And I guess that's my point. It's just like an assumed thing, and I'm you know I think it's a lot closer than you think. You know what I mean? I, that, that's the way I look at it. You know, I put Russell Wilson by far the number one out of that class. By far. Career wise and, and, and every part of that. But I think Andrew Luck has, has never, he, I want to say he hasn't lived up to the expectations, but he's still a very solid quarterback. He's, he's a franchise quarterback. So I'm not down on him that much. But the way that they cantonized this guy, you know what well, I mean? Well, because he was the can't miss guy. That's why. And they don't like yeah. to make them believe that they were wrong. No, but, you know? you know, he hasn't really been exactly what you thought he would be, right? No. The team's terrible, too. And, you know, the first year he did win 12 games and he yeah, you know, got to the playoffs, but they got murdered in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he's been to the championship. Because I understand where people give you, you know, the nods. And, well, the Colts have an easier path to the playoffs than we do. So have. easy, so easy. Yeah. I mean, that division is ridiculous, you know? Yep. Um, so, all right, so let, let's, let's turn a little bit to the game now. Um, you know, the Miami Dolphins go out there. The first thing, you know, this is a road trip that, you know, you don't know what to expect. And, bang, they uh, basically, you know, they, they, they come out with two wins, you know, right off the bat, which is, is strong, you know. Um, but when we looked at this game, the weather was not cooperating. So you seem <laughs> well, like, there's a drought in, South, in Southern California, and we have a monsoon coming, you know. Insane, right? I mean, you never see that. No. That, that seemed like a bad omen from the start, you know, especially with what was going on. And what was going on is you had – 
two offensive linemen out, which turned out to be three offensive linemen out by the time this, the, the game was over. And we still don't know what Tunzel's uh, injury is, you know, what his status is on that shoulder. But So you're missing three of your starting offensive linemen, which is, um, you yeah. know, I, I think it does not deem well. And, you know, Ajayi was still able to get some big runs in there, which I thought were critical to, to keep in the balance in the game. Yeah, we basically, you know, it kept us out of being buried in field position, you know. I mean, he didn't have a stellar game, but he ran when he had to. He had just under 80 yards, I think. Yeah. Which I thought, if you look at the way everything went and what was the situation, I thought that said a lot. I thought that was pretty pretty good, to be quite honest with you. You know, I mean, I, I didn't expect um, him to have, like, a, a field day out there, but the fact that he was still able to get, you know, I think it was 77 yards and, you know, he had a high – Average per carry, so I thought that was a big deal. I think our line looked really bad at some points, and at some points, I think it it started clicking a little bit better. I think at the beginning of the game, that really looked. Kind of, I mean, Tannehill took some shots early. He took some shots early on some blitzes that were not yeah. picked up. But I, I thought for the most part, it hand, they handled it better than I thought. Yeah, I thought because the line was better than the Rams. I thought. You know, they have a lot of problems, but their front four is one of the best in the league. So why do you think we were able to keep them in check for the most part? I don't. I can't tell you that. Maybe the field helped that too. You know, field right? Yeah. Because our our pass rush wasn't exactly. No, we didn't really touch him. He, you know, Goff was getting the ball, rid of the ball a lot faster than I thought he was. And I mean, when we sacked him two or three times, I think. Yeah, you know, I think that's the point. I think you hit on it there. If you look at it, I think that the, the muddiness and the slop really did help the, the line play for the offensive yeah. line on both sides of the ball. That's probably why Goff was able to have more time than he should have had. And so if you take that into play, maybe it did help us a little bit. Because the, uh, although Tony knows to get, get, get hit in some really hard hits, um, for the most part, it was, uh, you know, he was, he was okay. I mean, the, the protection was okay. I mean, he only really made one bad mistake the whole game, Tad Hill, that yeah. pick off in the end zone. And, and, yes. And uh, and then he um, really showed up big time at the end of that game. And Which was nice to see because we haven't saw a game-winning drive from him in a long time. Yeah, in the last uh, few weeks, I mean, he's he's played very well in the fourth quarter, yep. right? Um, I think that that's an area. Of the we game. haven't seen a two-minute drill from him in a long time. You know, it was very nice to see that. Yeah, I mean, this was like a true, true, yep. true one. You know, <laughs> even uh, though we had to look at a hail mary at the end. <laughs> and did, yeah, I know. And did you know? I mean, there were some really tight passes that he threw on that. Although the touchdown pass at the end was great. I mean, that was you know that was a perfect pass. It was a great catch also. It, it seems like I lit a fire on somebody's butt, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, uh, Parker has been a different player since our show a few weeks ago where you called him out. And then the other, our other guy, <laughs> Landry, since he deemed himself the best receiver in football, yeah, has gone the other way. He has, but he did make some yeah, big catches. He made some catches too, yesterday. You know? <laughs> yeah. But since that proclamation, he has been the same player. Yeah. You know, it's funny, there's an article in USA Today that the Dolphins' Ryan Tannehill is beginning to earn a captain comfort label. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I thought you would like to hear that. Yeah, great. But, it, but he did it last week in, in San Diego, too, so it's two in a row. Yeah, it's true. You know? So I think that's a big thing. I really do, because I, I, I think it's obvious now you got yourself, uh, you know, a franchise quarterback. He's by far the best quarterback since Marino. Unarguable, yeah. and there's been some stinkeroos in there. 
But, uh, oh, you know. I didn't want to rehash it. Yeah, I mean, we did that last week, but I'm just saying it, it's, you know, it's a different feeling in this with this team now. There's a little bit of a different feeling that I see, and, it, you know, it's becoming a little bit. Well, you know, we were closer to the Cleveland Browns than we were to the Nova Patriots at the beginning of the year, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I certainly they made the turn. You know, it, you, you got your wish. I think you solidified us as the second-best team in the AFC East right now. You know? Yeah. I think that the yeah. gap is, like, you know, it's yeah. there. And that's yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there's a whole dug, and the New England Patriots are going to wind up going 12-4. 11-5 at absolute worst, but 12-4, and yeah. four, you would figure that they would – yeah, unfortunately, on. I think with the way this the AFC is, I I think you need ten wins to get in. Oh, I, I absolutely you need ten yeah. wins, but it's doable though. It, it's doable, but it's tough. Yeah. You, you basically have two two games to lose and yeah. the rest, right? Uh huh. Um. So you know, it, it's well. Remember what I said. I said you had to beat the Rams and Niners to have any chance. You know, and I still believe that you got to beat the Niners next. Like the really. You know, that's not really the one that's the the easiest p- opponent on the list, I believe, over the last few games. Because Buffalo's in Buffalo, New York's in New York, Patriots at home, and then the Ravens at, you know, at Baltimore. I think, the, you know, the home game against the Niners is the most winnable on that list. So yeah, you I mean, have to win that to have each else any shot. I would agree with that. Uh, the Niners played the, 40, uh, the Patriots pretty tough. To an extent, and then the third quarter just disappeared. Yeah, I mean, they, they played a tougher than you thought. No Gronk. Yeah, what, what is his status? I don't know. They say, they, you know, they're like, it's like the CIA. You know, he's got a punctured lung, then it's a bruised rib, and, you know, you never can get a straight story. Yeah, well, that's that's a good point. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come if on that was a home back. game, I think he played yesterday. I think really? they didn't want him to fly him 3,000 miles. Wow. You know, with the lung. Well, that means he'll be back soon enough. We'll probably well, be right he'll on. be back before the last game of the year, that's for sure. That's <laughs> true. All right, back after this. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani, former linebacker with the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello.
Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we broadcast from uh, Miami Mike's Bistro in uh, Grove Square, Jersey City, uh, 116 Newark Avenue. So come on down, take you up to the Monday night football game, uh, which tonight has some AFC connotations as it's uh, the Raiders, I believe, right? Uh, Raiders and the Texans, Raiders live Texans. from Mexico City. Yeah, that's right. This is the Mexico City game. Or well, what's the time difference there? That they're uh, not the same. Well, same. Yeah. Yep. East Coast. Yeah. Huh. How's that one work out? That's kind of strange, right? You wouldn't think that. So it lines up the right way. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the equator or whatever the timeline. Yeah. It's far, but it's like lines up with Texas, I guess. You know. You know. <laughs> Did you read the memo the NFL sent out? No. What is that? The players don't leave. Don't leave the hotel. <laughs> Basically, don't eat anything, don't drink anything with ice in it, you know, like the right? whole thing. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Basically, tell them don't go anywhere, don't leave the hotel. <laughs> All right, well, it's a good place I to did, play, right? I actually did see that. Yeah, um, I did see that that they had like a whole thing on. Yeah, they had it in minds. It's the whole. Do they expect like fans to go there from here, like to make a vacation, or telling you that the players it's that dangerous, right? Well, I don't think they're thinking any American fans are going there. I think well, don't you would think that some would? I think some would, yeah. But I think I think, I think I'm more than you think, being that it's you know it's still in North America, you know. Well, where where is it in vicinity? What to what border? Like, is it near California? No, no, it's, it's it's in the middle. Like, you know, it's like halfway between here and like you know. Texas, what? No, it's you got to go. It, it's you know it, it's deep into Mexico. It's like in the middle of Mexico in the mountains. So who is he thinks making this trek? Like what area? Well, I think the Texans are, you know, the, it's probably like a, a three-hour plane ride from there, you know, two-hour plane ride, you know. I don't know about Raider fans going. I'm sure some of them would do this. Yeah, I guess it's it's a whole trip trip, though. I mean, it's not an easy thing, you know. I mean, you're going to get some, I guess, some real diehards. I mean, there's very nice sections of Mexico City. I've been there. But, you, you know, yeah, I had a big layover there one time. And the pink zone, Zona Rosa, is like, it's really like a metropolitan area. You you know, it's very nice. Everybody's in suits. It's, you know, it's not what you expect. It's a very, you know, it's like a world-class area in the city that looks like Wall Street almost, you know, high-end shops and everything. But 10, ten minutes out of there, it's bad news. Yeah, I don't really have any desire to go there. I mean, I think that the NFL is doing it because they have a lot. They have a big population there, and I think they know that they get 200,000 fans for soccer games, and they figure if they can somehow get that niche, you know, to watch football, even if it's not live, you know, that by having a live game there, it'll turn them on to it. I, think that's I guess so, you know. The so NFL ratings are slipping in the United States. Yeah. The worst, lowest it's been in a long time. It's probably because of games like this and the London games and, and all their nonsense. It's probably turned a lot of people off. You think that's what it attributes to? The kneeling for the national anthem didn't help, you know. But didn't it start before then? No, it started this year, really. Well, it started this year, but that was um, Kaepernick wasn't week one, right? Started in the preseason. Do you think that affected the I think it happened, though. Yeah, I think it turned a lot of people off, and I think it turned a lot of people off the way Goodell handled it. It's possible. I mean, there's going to be other factors than that, though. There is. The national games have been atrocious. The Thursday night slate has been very bad games. Monday night games haven't been overly exciting. 
Sunday night games. I mean, they flexed the game out already next week. That's how bad the Sunday night schedule was. Well, from what to what? I don't remember. They said but the flexing started already. Collinsworth said it's like the Chiefs and somebody else next week. I don't know who the original game was. But I didn't even know you could start flexing that early. Well, it's not that early. I mean, we're getting... Well, well I guess like, it's after Thanksgiving, we, 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 I guess. 11, but, right, yeah. But, you know, you're taking three Sounds games out of right. the... Three games are taken out of the Sunday mix this week anyway, and you're flexing a game out. She got three games on Thanksgiving. Yeah. You like the three on Thanksgiving? I don't really... I could do it out the night game. Yeah? Yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah. Not thrilled about it. You know my feelings. De- Detroit is ridiculous. It's like enough is enough. It's tradition, though. Or tradition right. that you have to freaking choke on your your turkey because it's the like the worst team in football nine out of the last twenty years. You know. No, it's their thing, though. I mean, you know, it, it's their thing. It should, it should be it should be taken away. I, I don't agree with that. I mean, you think that. You know, you're always one that wants to, you know, go back and respect the past and history. And stuff. I understand that, but it's a bad game. Why should everybody be forced to watch the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving? I mean, they're terrible. Yeah, but, I mean, they, they usually give them, you know, a, a decent Not game really. play in them. Though. The last five years has been awful. That they played? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's been back to the, the way it was after before Barry played. Sanders. Yeah, it's... The, they just they ruin every Thanksgiving. It's terrible. Yeah. They don't deserve it anymore. Listen, it is what it is. The Dolphins have been, you know, pitiful for years too. And you well, we had, we're not on international games, are we? The Monday nights have went away. I agree with that. Sunday but, night either this year we don't have one. Right. Well, we get punished. Why shouldn't they? But that's their thing, though. I think you have to look. No, so you just play it in Detroit then and leave everybody else alone. They do play. Well, well, <laughs> Black it out. <laughs> Well, they gave you a third game now. And you're not even happy about that. You're well, it's 8 o'clock at night. By the time we're ready to go to sleep. Oh, come on. After Thanksgiving, after eating all that come food? Come on. Talk ridiculous. You really do talk ridiculous. I mean, listen, they gave you a third option now, so that kind of makes up for the, the Detroit Lions thing, you know? And it's such a bore, though, that the Lions game. I'm not game. saying I like it. I'm just thinking of the people yeah. in Michigan – and you know they got they have a tough time regardless of what their NFL team is doing, and their NFL team has been dismal for a long time. So this is something that they probably you know at least they all wear bags on their heads at this game for the, the whole world to see. Yeah, there's 18 shopping bags over their heads. Fire Caldwell, you're gonna see on Thursday. <laughs> you know it, I know it. <laughs> Caldwell's not there anymore. <laughs> Right? Yeah, it's the coach. Caldwell's still there? Yeah. <laughs> well, then I guess you're right. There's so many changes. They were calling for his head so, so much. <sighs> but you're not, I mean, I guess this is the kind of guy that, uh, you know. Yeah, I actually thought they made you're right. Caldwell is still there, huh? It's just, you, you give Caldwell no, no respect for going to that Super Bowl at all, huh? <laughs> he doesn't give himself any respect for it. He didn't have one thing to do with it. It was all about Peyton Manning. Yeah. But he actually, um, I, I think he changed that entire offense and basically ended Megatron's uh, <laughs> career, right? Because was, he was never the same. It was weird. And, and Megatron did the same thing Barry Sanders did, quit in the prime of his career because they couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not quite in the prime, but yeah. But, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Vicious. 
Welcome back to the Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, the, our next guest is Bobby Lane. <laughs> uh, all right, wise guy. So let's let's, let's talk now about uh, what you've seen as far as the um, the Miami Dolphins defense yesterday. It, it bent a lot, didn't quite break, and it kept them the you know it was really that, that opening touchdown. Yeah, the um, opening touchdown was it was almost insurmountable. And then when they got that field goal, when it was ten nothing, didn't you feel like there was no chance for scoring? Yeah, points? I was really getting worried. I mean, it seemed like the Dolphins weren't going to be able to do anything. And then when they got the turnover, and on the next play, turned it over themselves. Yeah, I was really feeling that. Well, you got lucky they missed a field goal too, right? Yeah, that, that was helped a big too. miss. That was a yeah. big miss because I'm not sure we scored that second touchdown. Well, on the board. Put it like this. If they don't need a touchdown at the end, right, yeah. they're probably almost in field goal range. They're probably getting in the field goal range. Yeah. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. It, it would scare me a little bit. Yeah. I think 38 that, seconds they were getting in the field goal range. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that, that field goal miss was huge. Yeah. Changed the entire complexion of the game, and if that goes through, I think we're in a lot of trouble. But you see the NFL record that was broken yesterday. Speaking about kicking, twelve no. missed point after yesterday. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I think I seen four or five of them. Live. But, you know, I understand it's the most ever, but you know they changed the rule last year, yeah, so don't stop making a big deal out of it. Like you know, okay, yeah, I know it was atrocious, and it was windy all over the country yesterday. People love this rule. Collinsworth says it's the best rule change they've made in twenty-five years. I hate it. I don't like I it. I tell you so. Collinsworth was giving me such a headache last night. This guy never comes right. up for air. Yeah. He never stops talking. Yeah, well, he never, never lets the game him. breathe. It's ridiculous. I mean, God. And why wasn't Michaels doing the game with him yesterday? What was Tariko doing there? Uh, I thought he had something to do with Thanksgiving. Okay. I mean, that's my they, never made, they never talked about it. They just, thanks for being here. And, I don't know, just very strange. And, like, you notice the Thursday night games, Sims doing it on Channel 2, and now it's, like, really a Channel 4 broadcast on right. the NFL Network? How, how's that working out? I don't What's know. That, I mean, that would be my initial thought. It has something to do with the Thanksgiving schedule. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I couldn't really tell you anything concrete on that. Uh, but you never liked Collinsworth anyway, though. So I'm not alone with this. No, you're not. You and He never that. stops. Yeah, I know. I, he doesn't bother me as much as he bothers you, but, um, yeah, a lot of people don't like you gotta it. you got to let the game play out itself a little bit. Yeah, I don't I don't want to hear that it was an X-gap three, you know, three hole every five seconds. It's like, stop it already. I got it. Well, the thing that I have to say with him, and Gruden's the same way. Everybody's great. Every week you're witnessing the best side of the position. Yeah, I know. Yeah. How can they all be the best? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. They're all great. Nobody uh, does it like this guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. That's that's the only thing. I mean, you know, yesterday he had the best left tackle in the game. You know, and it's a, so it, it gets a You know, this isn't crazy. rocket science, the NFL. And stop trying to make it like that, you know. Well, they like you know, with the upper echelon of somebody watching the game, I mean, the casual fan doesn't need to hear all that. We can't take it. The casual fan is looking at it like it's like uh, Einstein's theory, on. you know, with yeah. X's and O's and, you know, squared twos and everything else on it. They, they, you think they have any idea what he's talking about? Yeah, no, they don't. And uh, you know, I, mean, I, I know guess, what he's talking about, but I don't care. <laughs> you know, I figured it out five minutes ago for myself anyway. I don't need you to hear it, you know? Right. Well, he's got his thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a simple job, and, he, you know, he takes it that way, but – 
you know, it's too much. Either way, getting back to the original question that you went off on a hard left with. Yeah, well. This extra point. I don't like it. No, I, I don't like it either. It changes the game. I mean, it, it, I mean like I said, I mean, you saw, you saw it last week when uh, Breeze comes down basically ready to tie the game and go into overtime, and they block it, and they run yeah. a two back, and they lose. I mean, you know. <laughs> now, that's a different rule change, right? Yeah, but it's, staying, it's still the same extra point that was blocked. That wouldn't have been blocked if it was a chip it shot. It was a regular, right. It was a regular. Yeah, so the game would have been tied. They would have went to overtime. Instead, they lost. And that's a tough way to lose a game. There's no doubt about it. Well, I hate the fact that you can run one back for two points. I think that is really stupid. I don't like it either. That's like, that's like are we playing Coleco football now? I mean, really? It should be a free play. Yeah. I, I agree. And I guess they're really Because you're not ready for that. The guys that are there for the block aren't going to catch anybody. If a defensive back gets the ball... One of one of the guys that are there to block aren't going to be able to chase them down. Once they get past them, it's over. Well, I guess what they're trying to do is they're trying to say, okay, if you want to do this, then you're going to have to risk this if you do it. It's I not guess so. Be a gimme or freebie or whatever. But uh, it's, it's uh, to me, it's silly. You shouldn't be able. <laughs> and why are you getting an extra? You're getting a two when we're going for one. <laughs> right. Does that make any sense? They're getting two, but I'm kicking for one. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's true. That's uh, that you get a two point conversion on it, right? Yeah. If, you, if you bring it back, and you're still getting the ball. Yeah. You scored, safe. but you're getting the ball. It's like a safety. I know they they change so much that I think they overkill it a little bit. You know. Well, like, like I said, it's a lot like Congress, the Rules Committee of the NFL. They have to change rules to justify their existence. I know that the. Extra point, you know, was so automatic and so okay. I'll give you that. I don't mind it being automatic. It's supposed to be automatic. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a little bit of room, but they've made it now where it's almost too much. Well, yesterday was atrocious because it was like I said, it was a, it was like you know there was like a hurricane force yeah. winds over there, weather place. and stuff, and, it, and the whole country was there was issues. There was rain and the you know where it never rains. There was wind all over the east coast yesterday, so that's why you saw that. Yeah, the one kicker was complaining that. He thought it was pulling left to right, so he, he would kick one way and it would go the other way. Like, in between where he figured out where the wind was going, it would change. So then he goes, I'm just going to aim for the middle. Then he missed the left. And then he missed yeah. Wow, that's rough when you get wind like that. And I guess it was all over the league. Because like I said, I've witnessed four or five of them myself live. Um, I was just waiting. For I remember, the, I kept up. hearing it. No, this is nine, this is ten, this is eleven, and they had one miss at the late game. So it was twelve altogether. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, uh, it, it, it affects some results, you know, maybe not as much as you would have thought. And you're, well, Gruden was ridiculous too. yesterday, going for twos. He's up by three. Kick the extra point, you're up by four. He goes for two. They were praising him. They said yeah, that it was, was, it was idiotic. Collinsworth said it was the best goal he's seen all year. No, he didn't. He yeah. was actually killing it. No, Collinsworth no, said he was killing it. Because I don't understand what he was doing there, he said. Gruden. He called Gruden the player of the game. Gave him the game ball. At and one point, they were up by six because of that miss. He's going for it, yeah. though, on that. He said it was the turning point in the season. Why? You know, five him. doesn't mean anything. I Four means he was watching, but he gave him a game ball. That's uh, I turned him off before that, but yeah. he was he would have been up by four by kicking the extra point. Why now would you go for two? And well, then he kicked another field goal. Then he was up by six instead of seven. It made no sense. <laughs> I mean, Green did everything he could to blow that game yesterday. Then he kept going for two and missing it and making it worse. 
like I said, he's seen it another way. He said that is risky oh. going for that play, that one play. Yeah, it's that great. Yeah. It was a great move. I guess you can't just add. Why the hell would you want to – if you're kicking an extra point to go up by four, why would you go for two? What, there's, what are you worried about five points for? It means nothing. It's uh, Fanzanta, VA. <laughs> well, it's, it's idiotic. Yeah, no, I understand where you're coming from. But uh, I'm just telling you, he was praised. Given a game ball – they would have put him on the truck if they could. Well, what do you got? Please. Oh, man. I guess it is. He's shell shocked from dropping all those balls in that Super Bowl. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Miami Dolphins Legend Show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zandt, broadcasting live from Miami Mike's Bistro in Grove Square, Jersey City. So uh, we'll take you down to the Monday Night Football game, which uh, is uh, some AFC connotations. And, and as we as we go on to uh, 
you know, as we go on, you know, in week 11 or whatever, these games are going to start being very meaningful. Like, the Chiefs pulled out a game the other day, Rich, and, you know, they came back from, like, 20 points, and on the surface, it may not seem like a big thing, but it is. It certainly is a big thing, and they wound up losing last week, which was big. But that, the AFC West, it looks like, is going to be the jugular because the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chiefs are really going to be competing. For, uh, yeah, you're going to need at least 10, and 10 may not do it. 10 didn't do it for the Jets last year. Yeah, you know? well, uh, t- 10 is probably, you know, the best that you're going to get to. Um, you know, there's, what, the, the two wild card teams, yep. right? Um you know, so you got to – I think the Chiefs have a good chance of a lot. And, you know, the Raiders are playing really good, and they've, they're 7-3, I think. So, um, but, you know, let's, let's calm down with them a little bit. It's still the Raiders. I mean, I understand they're playing well right now, but – They can win that division, though, still. They can definitely win the division. The Broncos are, you know, aren't – Aren't great. No, but they've won a Super Bowl and they, you know, they're going to. Yeah, I know, but they have issues. You know, turn it on maybe late. You know, they have a good defense, but the defense isn't as playing as well as last year. The quarterback's not that good. You know, we understand they won a Super Bowl last year with an inept quarterback system. So, you know, but you can't always do that. That's once in a while thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it is. You got a good point there. So now we come to the part of the show where, you know, we look ahead to the Miami Dolphins 49er game. 49ers come to Miami. As you've said, you you think think this is, you know, it's hard to say when you win five in a row, this is a a game you have to win. But I understand that it's the easiest out of the next six coming. So now's the time where I'll throw it over to you and and let you go on your Colin Kaepernick rant and well, you know, we always have a problem with run-around quarterbacks. You know that. So we have to stop him from, you know, making, you know, nothing into something by running around and finding a broken play and a receiver wide open. Because, you know, we're horrible on that, you know. Right. Guys are wide open all the time on us like that with broken plays. So you have to, you know, basically – what I read about Kaepernick and what the league figured out is when you rush him one way, he's going to run to a certain spot. You have to be there waiting for him. And that's really – that's how they solved him running around. Right. They go to the spot he's going to end up at, so they just wait for him over there. Yeah, I remember him. when I was exposed a couple of years yeah. ago, and then he didn't play for like a whole year. So right. I don't know how he's – has he corrected Well, he hasn't won so, since he's back, no, he right? Hasn't. Not that I know of. I don't think no, he, he hasn't won a game, and he hasn't been playing well. The whole team hasn't been playing well. Their running game is not what it was. Their defense isn't what it was. I mean, they had a lot of retirement. Chip Kelly's not doing the job there. I guess his idea of revolutionizing the NFL offensive isn't working out too well for him. And everything that you've said there is what makes it a little bit scary. Yeah, because, you know it. You know, I, I know what you're saying. Yep. I mean, they're really not a good football team when you look at it on no, paper and even, and even at their play. But, you know, you get a little scared. Look, you can't overlook it. You have to play your game. But For sure. We should, be able, played, we should be able to win this game. That's my point. They played the Patriots better than we thought they would, at least yeah. for a first half and plus. You know, well, yeah, in the, the third, third quarter. It, it, it was really late in the third. Yeah, but it, it disappeared it. quick, though. You looked yeah. up and all of a sudden they're up by 20 points, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, I just think that um, they're tired from the tour of Alcatraz they had the day before. Yeah. <laughs> Something else. How serious do you think they're taking that game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think uh, if the Dolphins continue to do what they're doing and, and on dry ground at home, I would anticipate that they are. They should be able to run the ball fairly well like they've been in. And, again, I think even in this swap game, the Giants did some things, you know, that 
lets me know that this is for real. The industry is so worried me now. We don't have any update on Tunzel. No, no update on Tunzel. You see what Albert said? If Tunzel's out, I'm coming back for week 12. Well, I thought he just said he's coming back for week 12. Well, he said because of Tunzel. So it's Tunzel uh, related? Well, I think back? he's saying if Tunzel's out, I'm, I'm going to play week 12. I think he's going to rush himself back. You but know? He, he said that he was coming back before that, didn't he? Did he? No, I, I just heard today with Tunzel being out, I'm coming back for week 12. So you, from that rationale, only one of them will be playing? I don't know. I don't know if Tunzel comes back and he says, I'm not playing. Maybe, maybe he's going to play no matter what. I don't know. He wanted to play yesterday. He I know did? that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he couldn't get clearance. And what do we know about Pouncey? It's, it's week to week. They said it's not as bad as first thought, but I guess it's really painful. And they really don't know. And I guess they want to make sure. I think he's going to see another hip specialist this week, and he, I guess they want to make sure that he can't do anything to make it worse. Let me say this. Maxwell's played a lot better the last few yeah, weeks. Yeah, he has. He definitely turned the corner. What do you think transition was? I don't know. Seems when Jones went out that the secondary stepped it up. Hey, and I'm not saying we're better without Rasheed Jones. It's more well, honest. If Rasheed Jones comes on here, we're yeah. not going to be that much better. I mean, yeah. he's a great, great safety. But right. uh, i got to give it to Maxwell's really stepped it up. He's played a lot better the last three weeks. Yeah. I mean, he's And he's been on some really tough receivers, too. So, um, you know, maybe not necessarily the last. Not week, yesterday, but, yeah. No, not yesterday, but um, you know, but for the most part, it's kind of started. I think. I mean, if you, if if you look at it, it kind of started when he was on Brown. It kind of started in that Steeler game, yeah, where he was really you know put up against a monstrous task, and he did very well. And and you know, I I think. He is a much better corner when he's able to go up and bump and run and be physical. But he has gaps. It's, it's, it's nasty. Yeah. You know, you got to keep him out of that. you got to get him up there and let him be physical and get safety help on him because when you put too much of a gap in between, he really gets exposed. But he's been playing very well, so I have to give it to him there. You know, and, and, and Alonzo again, Kiko Alonzo again with a very big play. Second week in a row, he got that fumble, which he made the fumble. and then He punched it out, yeah. You can't overlook that. That's two yeah. big plays that, you know, uh, two weeks in a row. So I think we both agree. This defense is in desperate need of certain position players in certain places, but for the most part has played okay. And I think the defensive line is strong. Now, this Jones in, uh, suspension is bigger than people think. He's been playing pretty well. Not to have him out for two weeks. That's not a good thing. Why only two weeks? I thought it was a month. How did that work? Is the first, yeah, the first defense would be more than two weeks? I thought it was always a month the first time, didn't you? I wasn't really sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I four-game suspension you thought was the norm? For the so basically you come back two weeks later skinnier and not on juice anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't always been a four-game suspension? I thought it was, but they did change that last year, so who knows. What did Deion Jordan get the first time? What about the second time? What about the fifth time? What did he do? Oh, God. <laughs> no. that, you know, see what happened with McLean on the Cowboys? He got suspended. He just got suspended for his first 10 games. Missed the test. Suspended for a year, and he said he'll never play again. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's rough. Pretty stupid, you know? Pretty stupid. Yeah, I mean, you're suspended for 10 games, and you miss a drug test. Because missing a drug test is a mission of guilt. Just missing it like that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's your only job, man. You know? So it, stupid. It really is. And you, you, it's surprising how the, some of these people um, just basically treat it when it's their livelihood and, it's, you know, there's really no plan B. 
Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know how you like, you know, the Josh Gordons of the world that just, you know, never can get back on track. I mean, you know, and he's not even performance enhancing. That's just marijuana. I, mean, I, I think in Josh know, Gordon's mar- case. Marijuana is worth millions and millions of dollars. I, I think in Josh Gordon's case, it's more than just that. I think he's got some mental issues and he's got some, some, some you know, Yeah, I understand it more like when you're or, thinking, it's like, do you want to be poor or you want to be a millionaire? I yeah, mean, I mean guess he, is, is pot worth millions of dollars? But it, but again, it's not just pot because it was alcohol before that with him. So I think it's yeah, but it was always drugs that got him yeah, suspended. Yeah, it's, it's always like a, I mean, he's got arrested like drunk driving too, obviously. But, it's, but he always but they always found pot on him when they did that too. But I, I'm saying I don't know if it matters what the substance is. I think he'll always find the substance. So shit, it's if, just so stupid. If he's you know if he's sniffing glue, I think yeah. He'll do it. You know what I mean? Had, look at look at the guy in uh, Jacksonville, Blackman, right? He yeah, looked like he was going to be one of the best receivers we ever saw. He's gone forever. He's got that kind of talent <laughs> where he could have been yeah. special. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just that's a, just a throw that away. It's just some guys. They have this God-given ability and never work to improve themselves, and they just think they can go with the God-given stuff, and they never work any harder. Like, a, and like the best receiver of all time, you know, he had to, obviously you have to have talent, Jerry Rice, but he worked that much harder, you know, to get to that next level. I agree, because if you look at who is the most talented receiver of all time, Randy Moss, he's like a contradiction of that, yeah. right? Yeah, because if he worked, if he ever worked like Jerry Rice, his numbers would be insurmountable. <laughs> Nobody would be able to even no. come close to this guy. No. He's that good. Yeah. You know, uh, I agree. But we more. saw it in person how he's taking yeah. plays he's off. He's himself out of games, not yeah, the, the fix, the, um, the, the wildcat game. Yeah. He was basically, remember, they hunked the ball, and he would take three steps to the left and turn around and turn his back to the play. Yeah. No, was, That's what we knew. Belichick was never going to take him back that next year. Remember? Yeah. He said, "This guy's no way he's going. He's going to be on this team anymore." That was such a strange year and such a strange team because, uh, you know, that they came back like from losing that Super Bowl. Right? Wasn't that the year after yeah. they were? Yeah, yeah, because we were laughing. They had the nineteen and one, the eighteen and one banner up. Remember? Right. Like, you can't put that up. Well, yeah. they have 16 and 0 regular season, right? Yeah. It was that. And we yeah, were like, come on. Yeah. They still run with the yeah. longest yeah, regular season yeah. undefeated and all that kind of nonsense. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, that was a strange thing. I mean, that was basically uh, the, um, you know, the year after, and that was the, the result. Well, they still got the convicts freaking snowplow up there, too. You yeah, know, they, they, proud they, of. they love that. Yeah. The team has been cheating for centuries. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> the case. Yeah, they, they, they really have. I mean, they, 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 and they, they're proud of it, too. Yeah. You know, they're really proud of it. They, they that was ridiculous, though, that snowplow there. Yeah. Yep. And it gets worse. You go from that to Spygate to the Flake Gate. Yeah. You know, what's next? And I still say this, as great as they are and as, as great a coach as Belichick is, you can't take away from the fact that they never won a Super Bowl without getting caught cheating and reprimanded for it. Yeah. Not just caught, okay, we caught it, and now we can do it. Yeah. They've been reprimanded and punished each year. Now, you can go to and argue the Brady thing and how much involvement he has, but the organization itself, there was something that went on. And well, if there was nothing on the spy game, why is he getting burned in the tapes? I if there was nothing there, wasn't he fined a half a million dollars? And lost the first round pick. Wasn't it the largest fine in yeah. the history of the league? And lost the first round pick. What was it? A half a million dollars? What was it? Half a million dollars and a first round pick. So obviously there was more there than meets the eye. You know? And he burned those things because they didn't want to soil three Super Bowls. And all three of those Super Bowls were connected to that. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the, um, the uh, undefeated year. 
would have, yeah. would not have been that, right? They were clear that year. But they yeah. lost, so, so they really have not won one time without being no. caught and reprimanded, and that's something that's going to be on their record. I don't know how many people will bring that up. but They still plug along, though, don't they? No, they do. Because he's that good of a coach in the system. I mean, yeah. Brady's phenomenal, too. There's no way around that. But it's going to be interesting to see. You every year say they're not going to win the Super Bowl, not going to win the Super Bowl. You still feel the same way this year? They're not going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think so. Do you see a team that you like, or you just think it's no? I don't think they're. I don't think they're as good as you think, and I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think they'll either lose in the playoffs, or, you know. I don't think they're even going to get there. I'm curious to know the AFC team that's going to stop them, but you don't have to answer that now. You have plenty of no, ways to think about that. I don't even know who's going to be in the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Dallas Cowboys going to become the Dallas Cowboys again in December. <laughs> they look pretty good. I don't they know. Look very good. Nine-game winning streak. I mean, we're happy about a five-game. They got a nine-game. Yeah. You know? They're the hottest team in football. And they far. have, I think they have the co-rookies of the year and the co-MVPs of the year. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I do. I agree with this that. This Elliott is some ball player, man. He's excellent. He looks like a seasoned pro. And, you know, the quarterback's playing Prescott. as much as uh, better than any rookie I've ever seen in a long time. Not only not only just winning, but he's not making mistakes. I'm making mistakes. I think he's only got two interceptions the whole year. Yeah. And the reads and the things that he's yeah. doing are veteran-like. I mean, it really well, is. he's a genius. They said you only have to tell him once or show him something once. He's got like a photographic memory. Yeah. No, I know. It's, it's very impressive. All right, so the Miami Dolphins now, they go, San Francisco comes home. Uh, the Dolphins have been playing much better at home, so there's even, you know, reason to believe that, you know, this this is a different atmosphere for them to play. I'm excited about it. You know, we've been saying this week to week, they're a better team than the 49ers. Can they keep this going? They should. I, I think I don't think they lose this game, you know. The the Ravens game next week has me a lot more, more worried, you know. The whole the, the whole key comes down to the running game, right? Yeah. That's what's changed this yeah. whole team. The you gotta get you, you gotta get two game. or three guys back to the offensive line. Yeah, you know? for sure. You're not gonna you're not gonna be able to win without with those guys on the bench. I mean, you, I, you need Pouncey and Albert or Pouncey and Dunsall back. You can't be without three of them. I thought it was know? a lot worse than the reports now, so maybe we can weather the storm because it seemed like you might lose one of them for the year and the other one for a month. I know. So maybe, well, Pouncey was talking, uh, I don't know how much longer I could do this. And he was Albert, talking about, yeah, I mean, he must have really been disgruntled because he was talking about packing it in. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. So we'll, we'll, we'll see, but it seems like there's going to be some, some brightness at the end of the rainbow. That's our show for this evening, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own voice Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing.